Instagram and food pictures go hand in hand like peanut butter and jelly. And today, we're going to give you five things that every restaurant needs to be doing on Instagram. This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. Hey guys, you may have remembered last week, Christian uh, announced to everybody that we are going to be doing something a little bit different with the podcast, at least until we get feedback from you guys on whether or not you love it and we'll keep it the same, or you're like, no, go back, and uh, you hate it, and so we change it up, but... This podcast is going to be more conversational between Christian and I, and we think you guys are going to get more value out of it. That being said, we're going to talk about things that every restaurant needs to be doing on Instagram, and this is really just every business that should be on Instagram, right? Or, I mean, right? Yeah, absolutely. Instagram is one of the fastest growing social media platforms right now, so. And also, just uh, to let everybody know, I'm going to be probably switching it up from what Christian did last week, and I'll be doing to him uh, more asking the questions because a good chunk of these he has been doing, or he put the information on here. So word, um, and I think that's a good that's a good tactic for us in the future um, to be using. So number one here is to take gorgeous pictures. He could have used any gorgeous. other gorgeous. Nice. I feel like you could have used any other word for that, but I'm trying to say gorgeous. What do you mean exactly by taking gorgeous pictures? I mean, because so many people have different ways or different layouts for their Instagram. Like they don't like they don't all have to be similar. So what's defined as like a gorgeous picture? I guess that that's that's be vague for me. To me, I think it's just going above and beyond just taking a picture with your smartphone and then posting it and calling it a day. So you may be doing other things right. Maybe you have the hashtags right. Maybe you always tag a location. Um, maybe you tag people. You're DMing, whatever. You're doing all the other things correct. But when it comes to the pictures, you're just not putting time and effort into them. So I think, it, I mean, in two parts, you could, one, hire a photographer okay. and have them take gorgeous pictures because they know what they're doing. You know, they know the placement of whatever you're taking the picture of they know the lighting they know you know their lenses and all that stuff or b you could invest in that equipment but that's just a headache really to try to figure out cameras lenses lighting editing software uh so yeah i think when it comes to again back going back to gorgeous i think it's just going above and beyond and i mean you can go to instagram right now and just kind of look at what other restaurants are doing and you'll see some really good photography the difference between who has gorgeous ones yeah. or not yeah exactly so yeah i think by gorgeous i mean it's not just like oh a beautiful nice picture it's like you're actually putting the time and effort to make this your best post i guess right i think i, I agree with that too and i think that a lot of people will say like i'm just gonna put out a picture on instagram just to put it out and mm-hmm. and sometimes that's okay ish but it's like the one percent kind of thing maybe it's very timely but uh we have a uh, tip for tip episode that we did the other day, I guess a couple of weeks ago for Milky Treats. So shout out to them. And what was good about their Instagram is, you know, that they spent time on it. I think we were talking Dude, like yeah. this last week. It was Taco Tuesday and they got an actual taco and then picked three different ice creams, scooped them perfectly, put them inside of a taco, which, you know, the ice cream's melting mm-hmm. and took an amazing picture. But it was so good that we're actually talking about it now. So, mm. wait, you went to their location to film that episode. Yeah. Did, did they have professional like a photography? Like what? No, they're yeah. just 
they use the same filter for every picture, so that's what makes their brand consistent, that darker feel. Mm -hmm. And their whole branding is that way, too. Like, if you walk in, it's all black as well. Yeah. And they just use an iPhone, but they have really, they have windows there, like, in the front. So they have the really good lighting. They have very good lighting, so that's how they're able to take it. But they're doing it on, like, you know, they don't even have an, uh, the newest iPhone. They have, like, an iPhone uh, 10 or, you know, iPhone 7 Plus or something like that. So it's not like they have the most amazing iPhone, but they do mm -hmm. have a skill set to understand how to take pictures with an iPhone. Gotcha. Which, Which is also very important, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's what I was going to say, too. Like, they, you, we're talking to these business owners who are restaurant owners. More than likely, <laughs> Milky Trees is, a, like, a an exception in the sense that like they know how to run an ice cream shop and they know how to take pictures but most of the restaurant owners or most business owners don't know how to take photography like that so right so yeah getting your own equipment is almost impossible especially yeah with the time commitment of learning how to do it mm -hmm. and then actually doing it um yeah either hiring someone a professional or maybe you have someone in staff who has it as a hobby, you know, and maybe you can yeah. support them and maybe taking a class or, you know, you, you know, maybe purchasing a, a nice camera. Um, or even like you're saying, they could use an iPhone and maybe there is some kind of course out there that teaches you. Oh, there for sure how is. To take, I'm sure there's a YouTube. I, I've seen some YouTube videos actually on how to take the perfect iPhone know, yeah, picture or pictures, whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How to maximize yeah, the, the ability for you to get a gorgeous image from just using your iPhone. So what I think you're saying from all of this is like you can't expect to take a picture in five minutes and think that that's going to do well. Like you're going to have to invest the time to make these pictures work. And that's what's going to stand out on Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. I think I mean, there's just so much competition as far as, you know, that that visual attention mm -hmm. you know that you get on Instagram. And there's a lot of people, a lot of really good photographers and just people in general who are doing really good stuff um, with their photography. So I think if you want to stand out on Instagram, you have to be on par with them or maybe just a little bit better mm -hmm. um, when it comes to your pictures. All right. Number two, I think will be really helpful for them. And we talk about this a lot too, but Instagram stories. And one of the things that I guess that is really important here when I'm reading your bold point here is Instagram stories daily mm -hmm. instead of just doing Instagram stories. Just whenever, yeah, whenever it happens. And something that I've noticed is that whenever we do Instagram stories, we do get an uptick on profile visitors. Like hundreds more. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's insane. So and I think it's very, very important to to use Instagram stories and to use them daily. And I think a good tactic or, I guess, metric to do is to do from 6 to 10, maybe 15 daily. And I think, Aaron, you were talking about this recently on Local Marketing Academy, um, about making sure that on your, like, the most effective way to do Instagram stories is to actually do a story. So have a beginning, a middle, and an end uh, for that story. So take that in mind whenever you're creating these Instagram stories about, you know, what are you trying to tell people? So maybe you're trying to tell them that you have a new drink, for example. Don't just post a drink and say, hey, new drink. Right. Like, <laughs> tell instead, us about the story, the yeah. story with the drink. Yeah, exactly. So um, you can be a little bit more creative and, you know, telling that story and using multiple posts to to tell us that you have a new drink. Um, so things like that. Uh, the other extra tip that I have here for the Instagram stories is to be an early adopter for any new feature that Instagram or maybe Facebook uh, comes out with. Typically, the platforms are pushing that stuff first. So 
like I said, right now, the fact that we're getting profile visitors from just doing Instagram stories tells you that Instagram is pushing Instagram stories and, and, you know, pushing it to a lot more people than just your regular Instagram feed. Um, so again, if Instagram comes up with something new and you're like, Oh, maybe I'm kind of afraid. I don't know how to use it. Use it. Mm -hmm. Trust me. It's going to bring you more views, more eyeballs to your profile because you're an early adopter and you're doing the things that Instagram wants you to do. Right. And they don't have to, like when you're saying an Instagram story, they don't have to necessarily turn the camera around and put it at their face, which they can. And that would probably be the best. But Mm -hmm. technically you can still, I'm using air quotes here, like hide behind the camera and still just take that picture and use text to tell the story. And that would work too. Mm -hmm. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Number Trace, Trace, Trace. Trois, uh, Trace and Trois. So this is something that we use a lot, and I think this is a really good place for this one here. And I don't know of any restaurants. Were you thinking of restaurants when you were thinking of this, like, or are you just saying? Like, I was thinking about us. <laughs> okay, yeah, because it's it's so it's so freaking effective. Uh-huh. Um, and it ta- you talk to the right people, or you re- you can talk to the right customers, especially restaurants. Most of the time, they're going to the B to C people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think, you know, using DMs, well, I think before using DMs, as a restaurant. What's a DM first? A direct message. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, we're using slang. Maybe maybe it would be slang for somebody who's listening. Who knows? But So, before, I think before using direct messages, um, you need to have a good understanding of, or you need to have a good strategy with engagement with your current audience. So if there's people commenting on your post, make sure that you're actually commenting back and, and creating conversations, you know, within your post and they're actually going out of your way to even, you know, people who are posting about you or maybe they tag the location. You can look at the location and then see the post and say, Hey, thank you for visiting. Like you can leave those comments. Mm -hmm. I would highly encourage that. Um, But beyond just that, I think doing the DMS is just a, a way to deepen that relationship so it could be someone that maybe you okay maybe let's say this you click on your location right and you see all the posts of people who have been there before and then maybe you scroll 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 find someone who hasn't posted in a while about your restaurant maybe they visited six months ago mm-hmm. start a dm conversation with them say hey what's going on so that you came to our restaurant so and so and so um you have if you haven't been back in a while we have this new amazing drink and we created this extra special appetizer da, 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 da. we would love you to come back and um, you can have the appetizer on us blah, blah, blah. yeah boom like that's and a way to that person's gonna come in for yeah, sure absolutely i mean think about that have you ever gotten a dm like that no exactly so that's for sure gonna make you restaurants go, hit us up <laughs> yeah we love food yeah at pearson aaron j i'll take any <laughs> i'll take any um appetizers right and i'll share it with you too <laughs> so that's just like a little tactic to again deepen those relationships and it make true not just followers or customers but like true super fans mm-hmm. of your shout brand of your yeah, line, of your restaurant um and you get them talking to everyone around their circle like you're not gonna guess what Christian's restaurant did to me, da, 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 you know, so it's just a way to get people talking and get people excited about your restaurant too. Right. And if they share it on their story, like it's, I guess that when I'm thinking about it too, is like, you're talking about messaging them on DMS, but like, it's like a ripple effect. Once they actually come in, if they're like an active user on Instagram, they're probably going to use their story and tag your business and share it to all their friends too. So it's just like a, one person could put you in front of like 20 people, which mm-hmm. not to say anything about, um, 
what I was doing, but we spoke about milky treats earlier. I just had another person <laughs> tag me again saying like, Hey, me and my wife went there last night. Literally, this was weeks ago. And they're like, Hey, I've been wanting to go to milky treats ever since you posted about it. And like another person late last night messaged me and said like, this is the best ice cream ever. <laughs> yeah. So if you're local in the Dallas area, just definitely check out milky treats and let them know that bit brandings in you. I feel like they owe us like some free <laughs> ice cream for sure. <laughs> All right, and just so you guys know, we recorded it's the last three episodes. We know we've been telling you we're going to find a new um, uh, sound. Sound. <laughs> we recorded these all on the same day, so we did. We batch record. There is no, um, you know, hiding that. We we batch record at least these three episodes together. So we will have a new sound for episode one fifteen. No, not one fifteen. One fifteen will be an interview. One sixteen, we will have a new. Uh, new sound so don't worry if you're like man i love this episode but that rap or air horn makes me want to shoot people <laughs> um don't worry we will figure out something new um all right so what i want to talk to you about is websites if your business exists it needs a website it's kind of like being online and not having a facebook page at this point your website is the number one driver of traffic to your business meaning that People are looking at your website. You may not know that. You may only have 200 people who go to your website per month, but that's 200 potential customers. Um, I don't think that people find your business by mistake. For example, if I'm looking for a restaurant and I land on your restaurant website, there's a pretty good reason I'm looking for food. I'm not trying to buy... um, I'm not trying to go get my oil changed. So those are potential customers. And if you don't have a website or if you don't have something that makes you stand out, you're going to potentially lose the on that business. You just don't know about it yet. So all that to say, if you are a business owner just starting out or maybe you need a refresh or a redesign, go over to Instagram, look for Bitbraining, at Bitbraining, shoot us a DM and say, hey, I need that new website deal. And um, we'll shoot you a message back. Let's talk about it. Let's figure out exactly what your needs are and get you a new website. That was great. Yeah. That was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to take segments out of this and uh, use it like how I want to do a voiceover for something else <laughs> for the ads. All right. Number four. This is what I'm actually most excited about. No, actually, I don't know. Maybe. No. Number five is. Number five. Stick, stick around for number five. Number All five. right. Number four is to use local popular hashtags. My question from all of that is. How do you use a local hashtag? If I just use hashtag food, like how am I supposed to be using a local food? Like local, are you talking about saying hashtag local food? No. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Like, like the city that you live in. Oh, okay. Or the city. nearby cities or... Okay. I think uh, the main thing, yeah, would be cities. Okay. That's how you would tag that in the actual hashtag. So like, I would do Plano TX or Allen TX, and I'm uh, searching that way. Yeah, I mean, I've I've done searches for Plano Foodie. Oh, okay. So that's see, so that's, that's very targeted. So you're gonna get people who are interested in you know maybe they're food bloggers or maybe they just like to post about food on their Instagram, um, but you'll get their recommendations. You see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. using those popular hashtags those local popular hashtags um, will definitely give you more visibility in your community, right? So, and I'm not saying not to use hashtag food, you know, or hashtag foodie or hashtag just just the regular ones Mm -hmm. because I think those will definitely give you, you know, that just engagement. Like, it will give you good engagement that you can play off of. Yeah, more eyeballs to, to, to your restaurant. And maybe, I mean, maybe you have some, I mean, I think something like Milky Trees, for example, 
Um, Shout out to them. They better be getting yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, they're very, very unique. So for them using those general hashtags, it might get people from, I don't know, South Dakota, Florida, whatever, to see maybe their post. Um, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing because people travel all the time. And it might be something that might become some sort of destination almost. You know, if it's something so unique, like they have such a strong brand and something so unique that I've never seen before. You know, you think about ice cream, you think about colors, you think about all this. And they have like very dark mm-hmm. black walls, but their stuff is just very Instagrammable. Is that a word? Is that yeah. a thing? Yeah. If not, we're using it. That's ours. <laughs> um, Don't be trying to steal it from us now. So I think it's important to use those, you know, just regular hashtags in conjunction with those local, where you're just adding cities to the, to words or just using, like you said, like just Alan TX. That could be a hashtag. Yeah. And I think that like, so specific to restaurant, obviously using those kind of hashtags, but like you can also use like what we've talked about, I guess before is like making sure to use like the local or not the local, but like uh, broad hashtags, which is what you're talking about or mm-hmm. more specific hashtags and kind of like mixing those up. And that's like a, a good approach for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that, you know, people are actually searching for these things. I mean, I know I am. I am too. Um, they, that's actually, they said that, I mean, most people do a lot of searches from hashtags hmm. and I, you don't think about it that way. Cause I don't search always like using the hashtag. Right, I always right. use for like a, a profile or like a location, but I mean, yeah, I've used that and you can actually follow hashtags now too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, very true. I mean, and also, Ooh, we didn't put those on here, but I think they should do it is create your own hashtag. Yeah. See who's using their own one. That's kind of like a bonus. You don't have to pay extra for it. Yep. <laughs> Holla. <laughs> All, All right. right. Uh, yeah. So the last thing here that every restaurant needs to be doing on Instagram is creating relationships with either food bloggers or food influencers or food micro influencers uh, in your area. So I think just in the Dallas area alone, I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of food influencers or food bloggers. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And I mean, they just come out every other week. Do you have? people coming out saying hey i'm a food i'm a food blogger yeah. um not to bash on them i think they're great there's a lot of people doing a lot of good stuff um with that and all of them are making a lot of money from you know creating relationships i just with, want the free with, food <laughs> right <laughs> so i think it's important to create those relationships not just on a you know you can find these micro micro ones mm-hmm. and like i said earlier maybe Hey, a free appetizer, come to a restaurant, post about it. Maybe right. that's free, you know? Right. Maybe they post a free picture, you give them a free appetizer. Awesome. Now, these bigger ones, I'm pretty sure they have some kind of pricing, you know, uh, in place where you actually have to pay to be posted about. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know exactly. Some of them might work a little bit different. Um, maybe if you just offer them free food, they'll so come to your place. What's the best way for somebody to create a relationship with somebody? who's a food blogger influencer like how do i find these people or how do i create a relationship i think i mean i think finding them definitely using the hashtags i found i found i think his name is brandon dust dallas i don't know if you've heard of him but he's pretty popular here in dallas and i found him and i think i actually use plano foodie to actually find him and uh, uh, yeah he posts about the most unique best restaurants or best places i'm pretty sure he's posted about milky treats so finding those is i I would think doing the hashtags you'll probably find them pretty easily um and you can see by going to their profiles 
the type of content that they post and the quality of it. So is it easy as like you find that person and then you just DM them? Like it's that easy? I don't think I would DM them right away. Okay. Um, I would definitely follow them, start liking them, start commenting. So it's not, you shouldn't just jump on. It's like, Hey, let's do this together. I so think it's like a, over a week or two. Like, yeah, you, I think, I think there needs to be the sort of a nurturing type of thing where, Oh, this restaurant's following me. Oh, they're actually liking my stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're actually interested in making relevant comments to, you know, my content. Um, so I think all those things help ease that, that sale or that, you know, when you, the ask, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, I think that that's definitely very important to have, and I don't, we're not saying that a week or two is, you know, what you need to do. Maybe if it's longer, maybe it's less. Um, but there needs to be some sort of, and that's why I highlighted here, create relationships, not just a business transaction. Yeah. Um, it's more of a, of that, what can we get out of each other um, type thing? Yes. And it also is a huge bonus if, you know, for example, like you said, if you find those influencers, and there's only one, like a Dallas one who does just like barbecue or something in your barbecue restaurant. Like that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But also making sure that your food is actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's, that's rule number one. Like all these tactics won't work if your food's not actually good. So just making sure that that's, that's crucial is. Yeah. yeah that reminds me of, what is that show with, is it Dave, Dave Ramsey that does like kitchen nightmare or whatever. And like there's business owners that or restaurant owners that they just don't want to believe that their food is not really good and no, I Dave don't. Ramsey comes in and is like nope this is crap yeah <laughs> and he just kind of yells at them and is like yeah. we gotta switch like everything like, yeah, or you're exactly. gonna be out you of business need to overhaul the, your whole menu um, but yeah absolutely I think your food needs to be on point and then actually like environment is a big thing too oh my gosh um, we talked about that last week did we well maybe you weren't in the office but we were talking about it last week about a restaurant that we went into and it was like it was really loud and echoey, mm-hmm. but then also the employees were wearing things that they really, I mean, one of them, it's like, if you're serving at Bahama Bucks, sure, you can wear flip-flops, but like, if you're back there making my food and oh, you're- Oh, flip <laughs> Yeah, I, that might be actually like a- Health violation? Yeah. It's like, yeah, oh so yeah, too. and then also like, you know, I'm going to rub my nose while I'm making your food. Like, that's just the yeah. environment and the personnel are, oh, those are crucial too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Restaurants are just hard, but luckily these Instagram yeah. tips are going to absolutely <laughs> help you crush it. So, um, your online image is going to be amazing. Yeah. They're like, these guys are absolutely <laughs> awesome. All right. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, you've been listening to us for a while, please go over to Apple podcast or iTunes and make sure to leave us an honest rating and review. If you leave us a comment, we'll actually be able to see who leaves the comment and we'll give you a shout out here on the podcast. If you have not been listening for a while, please uh, shoot us over a message on, on Instagram and give us a DM and let us know, hey, I like that episode. Um, I'd like to see more of this. Or, hey, can you talk about this industry? Absolutely. Let's, t- let's talk about that. Let's create that relationship between uh, you and us so that we can continue to give you guys amazing content. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding. 